This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Wednesday, July the 27th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast for everything that's happening in the world of professional wrestling. Headlines is your podcast that gives you all the up-to-date information on all your favorite promotions from WWE, Impact Wrestling, AEW, New Japan, and so many more. This podcast is free anywhere podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's get into the headlines. Let's go ahead and let's start off in the world of AEW. David Esposito is writing in at this hour. Roosh provides update on his health status, talks about facing Dragon Lee. AEW star Roosh recently chatted with Sports Illustrated's Justin Barso to discuss a wide range of topics. Now, during their interview, Roosh talked about his health and facing his brother Dragon Lee at the Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view this past weekend. Roosh will also face interim champion John Moxley on episode of AEW dynamite this week here are some of the highlights of his interview now on how he felt facing his brother at ring of honors death before dishonor it was an honor to wrestle my brother i wanted that match because it was an opportunity for the two of us to show the world who we are people got to see dragon lee as a two-time ring of honor tv champion they got to see me as a two-time ring of honor world champion they got to see the two of us at our best my brother has a great future he's very talented and very young with incredible physique and strength and we both learned a lot from our father He taught us how to love and respect each other and 
expect what we do in the ring to be very, very proudful. He would be very proud of this match. Now, additionally, on his health situation, he says, I'm completely healthy. I'm at my best with my claws and my courage in the face of the world. I want to wrestle for AEW and Ring of Honor, and I will show that El Toro Blanco is the best in the world. For more information on Roosh, continue following David Esposito, as he will give you more information on that. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour regarding AEW. Mike Chioda says Cody Rhodes wanted to bring him in to help train the AEW referees. Now, former WWE referee Mike Chioda was a guest on Busted Open Radio to discuss his time in WWE and briefly his stint refereeing in AEW in 2022. Now, during the podcast, Chioda revealed that prior to his departure from the company, Cody Rhodes wanted him to come in to train all of the referees. Now, Kyoto was released in WWE in April of 2020. Here is some of the comments he said in the interview about Cody reaching out to him. Cody was trying to get me at one point a couple of years ago, and they bought me down two or three times. Cody was really high on bringing me in to train the referees to do the matches. I said, hey, I can do TVs and pay-per-views too. I don't want to do part-time. They called me back for the Owen Hart tournament and stuff like that. I appreciated it very much, and I still love the fact that they were thinking of me. Now, on having a conversation with former WWE ring announcer Tony Chimmel at Double or Nothing. He said, Tony is down here too. We were here in Vegas the night before Double or Nothing, and Chimmel is just sitting here going, Jesus, I never thought I'd be running the indies at this age and at this point in my career. I said, yeah, me too. Chimmel still is a little butthurt about the situation, but I think he won't let it get him down too much. For more information on this interview with Mike Kyoto, continue following E-Wrestling News, and Ryan Clark will give you more on this. Ryan Clark is also writing about AEW star Britt Baker. Britt Baker reveals why she wants to see Paige join AEW. During a recent interview with Sports Kita, AEW star Britt Baker DMD commented on wanting to see Paige join All Elite Wrestling and why she likes watching Paige in the ring. Now this is what she had to say. I think AEW could be the right place for anybody, really. We have such a good platform. We have such good coaches. We have the best fans in the world. Now, specifically on Paige. She would go on to say, I'm a huge fan of Paige. I love her. I love her mom. I've wrestled her mom before, actually. But she's such an inspirational female. That girl has gone through it all, and she's seen it all. And pardon my swearing, but she's one bad you-know-what. She has everything going for her, and she has energy just rolling off of her. Now, Baker also talked about why she likes watching Paige specifically. So this is what she had to say. You gotta get to her. You know what I'm saying? She holds her head up high, and she's always a professional in the ring, and she knows what she's doing in her matches. I want to be ringside watching her because one of my favorite things to do is to watch and observe her energy. I mean, she comes out and she does sideways kip-ups off the ramp. I'm so excited. I used to play her entrance in my car because I am such a huge fan. With more information on Britt Baker's sentiments on Paige potentially one day joining AEW, Ryan Clark has all of this trending right now over on E-Wrestling News. AEW star Brian Danielson is also making news at this hour. Brian Danielson confirms he's a bully backstage at AEW. During a recent appearance on My Mom's Basement with Robbie Fox podcast to promote AEW's Dynamite Fight for the Fallen, Brian Danielson commented on being known as a bully of sorts backstage in wrestling locker rooms. Danielson confirmed the report saying he jokingly tries to put some of the larger wrestlers in submission holds, but sometimes that includes Paul White and Jake Hager, he said, and once again, I try is the word. He would go on to say in a quote, he, meaning Paul White, initially tried to bully me, and I stood up for myself. I do bully other people, sometimes giants, occasionally giants. I come in hot when I come into the locker room. I'm coming in there 
but I'm not coming in to be soft on these guys. I come in and everyone is on their phone and I'm going to yell at them. Sometimes I'll be training or I'll be on the table with Paul and he'll come up and grab a cell phone away and I'll grab it as fast as I can as well and I'll try to put him in an arm bar then. You know what? He's not a giant, but I'm constantly trying to take down Jake Hager. He's got such a great amateur wrestling background. It's not like I'm trying to be a single leg Brandon Cutler all the time. I don't think about all of these single leg defenses. It's not the way I am, man. When I'm walking down that hall, I'm going to go up to the biggest guy he, there is. But that's not always my deal. I'm not just going after big guys. If you'd like to follow up one more on what he had to say in this interview about being a potential bully backstage in the locker room, Ryan Clark has this article trending right now over on e-wrestling news. Ryan Clark is also writing about a bunch of other AEW stars. Now, there's news on Thunder Rosa, Orange Cassidy, and Davari. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour, the pre-sale code for AEW's return to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, is lowercase t, lowercase f, lowercase f, and then the number 1985. Now the pre-sale begins tomorrow at Ticketmaster at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out AEW's Dynamite Control Center to get more information on the pay-per-view itself. Now also at the San Diego Comic-Con, the attack on the show, Vanessa Guerrero interviewed AEW star Orange Cassidy, and she had some tiny questions for him as well. You can see the entire thing online right now. During last night's episode of AEW Dark, Davari defeated Blake Christian, and following that match, he cut a promo revealing himself as the trust fund. And you can find out more and read his statement below if you follow AEW on social media. With all the information regarding these stars, continue following Ryan Clark and E-Wrestling News, and he will give you the latest. Eddie Kingston's making news also at this hour. Eddie Kingston says that he doesn't like Sammy Guevara and that he's coming after him. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, during a recent viral signing for High Spots, AEW star Eddie Kingston revealed that he's not a fan of Sammy Guevara and he's planning to come after him when he sees him on episodes of AEW Dynamite. Of course, Guevara and Dante Martin will be facing off against each other in a singles match. This is what Kingston had to say. Who'd I bury? Punk, Brian, Claudio, who else? Oh yeah, Sammy. Sammy sucks. I know people like Sammy. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I'm just saying all the moves he does and all the stuff the Bucks do are better. And I'm like, I don't even like the Bucks. I hope he's there Wednesday. I pray to God Sammy's there Wednesday. I'm going to mess him up. You guys think this is a joke. This is all a work. Since everybody likes to use insider terms now, I don't think it's going to be an effing work at all. For more information about the feelings that Eddie Kingston has towards Sammy Guevara, continue following E-Wrestling News, and Ryan Clark will have more information. Andrew Ravens is writing in this hour, Tony Khan is pushing back at the idea that AEW stars will eventually leave to go to WWE now that Triple H is in control. AEW President Tony Khan pushed back against the idea that former WWE stars that are now in All Elite Wrestling will eventually leave the company to go back to WWE now that Triple H is in charge of creative. Triple H took over for Vince McMahon after he resigned last Friday. Khan also confirmed Adam Cole and Malachi Black are also signed to five-year deals. Here's a quote from Tony Khan. There's a lot of things in pro wrestling, a lot of changes that are going on. I think it's going to be really positive for the fans overall. I'm a little amused that the changes in competition, people think it's going to magically change a landscape. Some of these people, some of these Twitter accounts can have fun, but you know what? They don't know the narrative. I've seen all of these things, and I'm just telling you right now. I've got people signed here for five years, and people think just because the CEO and chairman and head of creative changed his mind and retired, I have five-year contracts that are going to magically switch teams? Yeah, good luck with that. Adam Cole is signed until 2027. I wouldn't expect to see him going anywhere anytime soon. Malachi Black almost has five years left on his deal. 
I wouldn't expect him going anywhere soon either. Just because these guys had success under a previous administration somewhere else, they're not magically going to go back. These are the people that we have right now, and these are just two examples of the people who work under our administration. I'm very amused by that. That's a narrative. I see the so-called wrestling writers pushing it every day, and honestly, it's pretty amusing. If you'd like to find out more about what Tony Khan had to say, continue following Andrew Ravens, as he will have more on this over at E-Wrestling News. Paul White is making news at this headlines. Paul White comments on his multiple face heel turns and the advice he eventually got from Scott Hall. Brandon Ewing is writing in at this hour. During a recent interview with Casual Conversations, AEW star Paul White spoke about his multiple babyface and heel turns over the years, specifically with WCW and WWE. This is what White had to say. I worked heel. I worked babyface. I know the fans have said that I have had more turns than NASCAR. And I'm pretty proud of that. It shows a versatility and a faith that the company has in you to help you get over and other talent to get over. And it's not always always about getting wins. Yeah, wins is nice and it's one thing, but you know what? It's another thing when you try to help talent and you talk to them and they end up getting wins. It's entertainment. Scott Hall gave me the greatest advice one time. He said, bro, they can tell you the finish, but they can't tell you how to get over. With more information on Paul White and what he had to say in his Casual Conversations interview, please continue following Brandon Ewing and he will have more of this trending over on eWrestling News. AEW star Brian Pillman Jr. is making news at this hour. AEW star Brian Pillman Jr. says he showed up to several recent WWE moments. AEW star Brian Pillman Jr. said he was present for some of WWE's biggest moments earlier in the year, specifically at WrestleMania 38. Pillman, the son of the late Brian Pillman, signed with AEW in 2020 after making his debut at the first Double or Nothing pay-per-view in 2019. While wrestling on the Universal Wrestling Podcast, Pillman Jr. confirmed that he attended WrestleMania 38 and spoke about some of the show's biggest moments. In a quote, Pillman would say, I was down here for Dallas for it. I got to see Steve Austin's moment. That was really cool. I got to watch Cody's moment too. And you know, that's what we call wrestling. We call them moments. We don't necessarily call them matches. Now, for more information, and if you'd like to hear more of his comments during this interview, continue following Thomas Lawson, and he has more of this in an article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Let's go ahead and let's jump on over to the world of WWE. Brian Clark writes in at this hour, Chevy Chase, Tori Wilson, Eric Bischoff, and others are all set to roast Ric Flair. You'll see the roast of Ric Flair this Friday, and you know there's going to be some big names involved, including Chevy Chase, Eric Bischoff, Diamond Dallas Page, Vicky Guerrero, Tori Wilson, Brian Knobs, Lance Armstrong, Chanel Sonnen, NBA Hall of Famer Jerry West, NFL Great Hall of Famer Eddie George, NHL legend Ty Dom, and so many others. Now the names will be appearing live on stage during this event. Once again, you'll be able to see the roast of Ric Flair. Fight TV will present all of the explosive in-ring action, along with all of the things that are going to be happening surrounding Ric Flair's final match coming up this weekend. For more information on all of the roasters, continue following Ryan Clark as he will have more information on eWrestling News. Bianca Belair is making news at this hour. Bianca Belair says she would like to see more women celebrities appearing in WWE. Ryan Clark is writing, WWE often uses a bunch of male celebrities to garner attention in the press and Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair says she'd like to see some more women celebrities show up as well. During a recent appearance on Z100 to promote SummerSlam 2022, Belair commented on his desire to see more women in the company in the form of celebrities. 
on bringing in more female celebrities. She said this, and I quote, I haven't been approached yet, but I'd be very open to it. We were just talking about, there's always a lot of male crossover when it comes to celebrities, but we don't usually get a whole lot of females. Who's going to be that female that's going to cross over from the celebrity world to WWE? Who's going to show up and who is going to show out? Now, she also commented on which women in hip-hop she would like to see appear in WWE. She mentioned Kari B. She mentioned Mickey Minaj. She also said Megan Thee Stallion. Whoever wants to come out, I'm a huge fan of them. They can come out into the ring. We can do a tag match. They can perform. They could bring me out. They could let me help with their music. They could help with my entrance. Let's collab. Let's make something happen. If you'd like to find out more about what Bianca Belair had to say about the crossover appeal with other women in the world of entertainment coming into WWE, continue following E-Wrestling News as he will give you more information. Freddie Prince Jr. is making headlines in the WWE world. Freddie Prince Jr. says that Kevin Dunn killed some of the pitches because he said some of the women he wanted to use just weren't pretty enough. Freddie Prince Jr. discussed working with Kevin Dunn on a recent episode of his Wrestling with Freddie podcast. Now, Prince recalled how frustrating it was to work with Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn at times, especially when Dunn would kill pitches for the female performers who weren't considered pretty enough. Prince described the experience on the writing team and pitching ideas to Dunn as throwing sand at a tidal wave. Prince Jr. was a member of WWE's creative team from 2008 to 2009, then again from 2010 to 2012. If you'd like to find out more about this, David Esposito has this article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Ryan Clark is also writing in at this hour. Seth Rollins issues a statement on his WWE SummerSlam match that's now been postponed. It was announced earlier today that the scheduled match between Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins at SummerSlam now has been removed. While WWE claims the match was put on hold due to Riddle suffering an injury, also known as a stinger on Raw, that is definitely not the case and he's not even injured. The change is simply a creative adjustment decision. The match is now expected to take place at Clash at the Castle pay-per-view that's coming up this fall. Now, Seth Rollins took to Twitter earlier today and wrote the following. For anyone who purchased a ticket to SummerSlam hoping to see me in action, I apologize. I did everything I could for the last six months to earn my spot on this show, but some things are out of my control. Thank you for always singing my song. I'll hear you someday. For more information on Seth Rollins, continue following E-Wrestling News, and we will have more information regarding that. Ryan Clark is writing in today about superstar Big E. Big E has been taken care of financially from WWE since he's been laying off due to injury. Ryan Clark writes in, During a recent interview with Ariel Helwani on MMA Hour podcast, WWE superstar Big E commented on his neck injury and how WWE has taken care of him financially while he continues to recover. Additionally, the former WWE champion commented on making a role for himself on TV, even if it doesn't involve wrestling. Now, on how WWE has taken care of him during his injury. Yeah, I'm still getting paid. I have no complaints with the way I've been taken care of. I've been paid very regularly. My money hasn't gone down at all. They've also helped me take care of a lot of other things as far as my bone-in-bone growth. Medically, they've been helping me. They're doing such a great job. There's been no expense either with my medical stuff. So yes, I've been taken care of very well. Now, on his role on being on TV when he comes back, even if it doesn't involve wrestling, he had this to say, I think it has to make sense. I have to be able to carve out a new role, and it has to make sense for me. So yeah, 
just because I'm not wrestling anymore, if that's indeed the case, that doesn't mean that I can't still be involved. For more information on all of this, Ryan Clark has this article trending right now over on eWrestling News. Continuing with the headlines, Ryan Clark has more information on the Bella Twins, Liv Morgan, Tommaso Ciampa, Logan Paul, and Jeff Jarrett. You can check out today's edition of WWE's The Bump. The episode features Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett and Dolph Ziggler. WWE posted the following video today on their social media, showing Tommaso Ciampa cutting a passionate promo on Logan Paul during Monday night's WWE Raw Talk. WWE also posted a video showing SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan receiving her custom title plates as well. Now, speaking of Liv Morgan, she's scheduled to join Ryan Papalia on Friday to discuss SummerSlam on Twitter Spaces. For more information on all of these stars, continue to follow E Wrestling News. And in a side note, E Entertainment has recently also posted a following of WWE superstars Naomi, Jimmy Uso, Xavier Woods, and the Bella Twins playing the Celebrity Face Game, which is very entertaining, and you can watch that once again over on E, and you can follow them on their YouTube account as well. Becky Lynch is also making headlines. Becky Lynch reveals what Vince McMahon told her when she asked if he ever took time off. During a recent interview with photographer Adam Glenn, WWE superstar Becky Lynch commented on the time Vince McMahon told her he took some time off, but sometimes he just can't relax. Additionally, Big Time Bex comment on her favorite match and more. Now, here are some of the headlines from that interview on asking Vince McMahon if he takes time off. This was said, I sat down with him once and asked, hey, hey Vince, you ever take any time off? He's like, yeah, one time I took a holiday and I was lying on the beach. I couldn't relax. I couldn't relax. And then I came back to work and I said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a big event. It's going to be like the Super Bowl. We're going to call it WrestleMania. I was like, well, Vince, I, I think you should take more holidays. Now on Becky's favorite match so far in her career, there are so many different ones, she said, so many different reasons as well. But currently, I'm proud of my match at WrestleMania 38 against Bianca Belair. We stole the show. We told a hell of a story, and we got the people talking about it. And now we're back to running it back at SummerSlam again. So it's going to be fun. Just stay tuned. For more information on Big Time Bex and everything that she has to say in that interview, continue to follow E-Wrestling News as they will give you more information. Tommaso Ciampa is also making news in the world of WWE. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour, Tommaso Ciampa teases new ring gear for WWE SummerSlam. During a recent interview with Ringside Collectibles WWE superstar, Tommaso Ciampa teased the possibility of debuting some new ring gear at SummerSlam. In recent weeks, Ciampa has been working alongside The Miz. Ciampa had this to say, At SummerSlam, the stuff that we've been doing right now as far as gear it's going to be different though for me, definitely, in the Miz realm. I am so excited. I saw a couple of photos and glimpses of what I'm going to be looking like. It's freaking unreal. For more information about what Tommaso Ciampa is going to be doing, continue following eWrestling News and they will have more information. Let's go ahead and let's jump over to the world of Impact Wrestling. At this hour, Impact Wrestling's ratings are holding steady but viewership drops slightly. David Epsito is writing in at this hour, Impact Wrestling had a slight drop in their viewership this past week, but their ratings held steady. Thursday's nights did a 
8.03 rating in the key 18 to 49 demo with 107,000 viewers. Now in comparison to last week, the ratings were steady, but viewership was down from the previous week's 114,000. The total audience for this week's show was the lowest since June the 30th, which garnered only 100,000 fans. For the night, Impact ranked 137 among cable originals, per Showbuzz Daily. CNN's hearing of the January 6th proceedings won the night with a .42 rating in the 18-49 and a 3.17 million viewers. Now, for the year so far, Impact Wrestling is averaging a .031 demo in the 18-49 and 114,000 viewers overall weekly. Now, these numbers are down quite a bit from the .04 and the 133,000 viewers in the 18-49 that they got in the year 2021. For more information on in this Impact Wrestling, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be following. Also making headlines for... Impact Wrestling, Kushida Virtus Rich Swan has been added to next week's Impact broadcast. John Fuentes is writing in at this hour. Three matches have been announced for next week's episode of Impact Wrestling on Access TV. It was announced on Thursday night's episode of Impact Wrestling that Kushida vs. Rich Swan, Ace Austin vs. Eddie Edwards, will also be taking place on next week's show. You can check out all of the information when you follow Impact Wrestling on social media. For more information on all of this, continue following eWrestling News, and there will be more information. That is going to do it for all the headlines that are making news right now at this hour in the world of WWE, AEW, and Impact Wrestling. If you'd like more information on all of this, continue to follow headlines. Once again, it's your daily one-stop shop podcast that gives you everything that you need to know so you can get back to your day. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and we will catch you on the next episode of Headlines. The rules.